Yeah. Um, if you need to say anything to anybody else, I'm not trying to. No, please. I'd, I'd love to talk to you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That same year. Um, but it, it's true. And I had already thought that. Hmm. I mean, it just wasn't any mystery to me that, that that's where the crazy stuff started and just kept spreading around. And I'd also have similar thought. I bet God's going to come right behind and do his, his work. Cause I mean, even the violence and crazy stuff hmm. is part of his work. He, yeah. He's just getting, you know, as you pointed out about how the, isn't it a pestilence goes before him mm-hmm. and something comes behind him. It sounds really bad, but stuff really has to be stirred up. Mm-hmm. And I was reminded of a word that Bob Jones gave years ago. And I think it was a meeting that I was actually in because it really stuck out at me. And he talked about, um, interstate 35, not only being the highway of holiness, which we all know, but he said that God showed him like a drapery rod going across the country, but it was like keeping the country from seeing because he had it closed and he was, and he was going to open it. Mm. Um, and then everyone was going to see like the glorious work that he's done. And he said that one end of the drapery rod was in Minneapolis and the other end of the drapery rod was here in South Texas. Mm. Yeah. And then at the right time, he's just going to open it. Yeah. Amen. Wow. Which I thought was pretty glorious. Mm, It's one that always stuck with me. Yeah, it's getting fulfilled this season for sure. Yes, yes. Isn't it crazy that it's here? Yeah. We're not talking about the distant future anymore or even the future anymore. We're talking about right now. It's awesome. Yeah, it's been pretty wild what we've had to go, go through to get here, but it's good to be here. Yes, (laughs) Yes, yes. <laughs> You've been through plenty. The, the enemy didn't go yes. down without a major fight every step of the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, such a sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> Just such a, such a horrible angel. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, Sandra. Hey, Luke. Hey Chris. Hey, hey Chris. Hey guys. Andrew Char, yeah, welcome. Hey. Hey, 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 hey Ingrid. Hi. Hi Justin. Glory. Hi Sandra. Hello you guys. Hey Cassandra. Hey, how you doing, Mr. and Mrs. Cormeas? Hi. How you doing? Enjoying that. What's what's shaking out in Florida? Heat. <laughs> A lot of heat. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's pretty mellow here to most places. We we've been lucky to have a decent governor doing yes. this talk. And um, I'm thankful for it. I I, I um you know, I've been I've been like just kind of just sitting here really just getting disassembled it seems like I, 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 I'm not sure what's happening with me but I'm sticking in here you know what I mean and um, I could use your prayers and stuff you know I was talking to me last night that you know that I need to give more that you know 
always had the red letters playing and the red letters were talking to me and I was realizing that, you know, I don't want to be the guy with the house and build on the sand, you know, I want to build it on the rock and I don't know, so pray that I get more on the rock. <laughs> yeah, smoke some rock. <laughs> Pretty busy schedule, Amber? There's just a lot of stuff that's getting burned off today. So. Alright. It's just like. Alright. The schedule's good. There's just a lot of stuff internally going on. So. She is. It's all good. Cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome, Ashley. Hi. Hi. Hey, Hi, Timothy. Timothy. Susan, long time no see. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Glory. Good to see you, Andrew. Thank you, too, also, Brandon. Joyson. Joyson's hey. driving. <laughs> Love you, Joyson. Hey, Joyson. I tried to reach out to you today, but I couldn't find you. Can you find me on some place and say hi? I'd like to stay connected. You couldn't find me? I couldn't find you. I searched for you high and low, my brother. And I just couldn't find you. That's you, I know. He's on Facebook. I looked. I, I spent like, I don't know, seven or eight minutes looking and I just... You could just type my name there away as He's riding a motorcycle. He's got a picture on a motorcycle. Yeah, I sold my motorcycle anyway. Oh. Okay, I'll look again. I'll look again. Search in um, the RLM group. That, that, that should do it. Okay. Thank you, Timothy. Uh-huh. How was it over at the Love Shack, Timothy? It was, it was really good. <laughs> like, demolishing everything. Mm, awesome. <laughs> There's such a refreshing glory here today. It's very different. I've never I've never felt this way before. It's really new and fresh and it feels like um, the greatest open heavens I've ever experienced in my life. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> How's it feeling in your guys' cities? Glorious. I yeah, I thought so too. Yes. Awesome. Like super clean. Like it feels like the air is like clear. Mm. Like more yeah. clear. For sure. Hey guys. Hey, welcome. Hi. Hi. Rebecca, Jen shared a really interesting prophecy from Bob Jones about the curtain from Minneapolis to South Texas being pulled back for the glory of God in America. I, I've never heard that prophecy before. I haven't heard that one either. That's hilarious. It's yeah. so but the first time I've been, 
Yeah. I saw, like, uh, uh, Prince Uriel led the um, point guard on the flight in my first book. Well, <laughs> um, um, he was... Sorry. <laughs> right. And we made a, I made a rainbow, right? And on the way back, it was for glory fest. We were at the crown. There was another rainbow made up my back, so it made like a double rainbow. <laughs> a rainbow bridge in between our sleeves. Uh, Last fall. Awesome. <laughs> so, I didn't know what that was. I was like, ooh, Brandon! It's the crown of Jesus, and we're like, oh, pretty! I was like wanting to get some refreshment. Like I don't leave the house too much. I'm usually, you know, like ministering and doing whatever like day and night. But I decided to leave the house and I had to go get some stuff and I was like, let's go Starbucks. And they have pumpkin spice lattes back. It's that season. I'm so excited. Okay. That's so good. That's so good. I was so excited. I was at Grande Hot Pumpkin Spice Latte with whole milk. One less pump, sweetener than usual. If you guys want to try it out, try it out. That's what I got. That's what I got. That's in the drive-thru. And this chick in the drive-thru just lights up. I'm wearing my rainbow outfit yesterday. And she was like, I love it. And I was like, oh, thanks. I was like, I love that rainbow glory, you know, like rainbow glory head to toes. And she didn't realize that I'm praying for her. And I said that, like, rainbow glare I had to tell. And she just looked up. She was like, it's so cute. Like, she looked like she was in a trance. She was like, it's so cute. I was like, yeah, I love the rainbow glory. And she was like, yeah. Have a great day. I didn't even know she got prayed for. And today, my outfit got somebody... Another girl in a checkout, I went to the grocery store, and she was like, whoa, your outfit. I think they think they're looking at my natural clothes because they're natural, but then their spirit is not actually wearing. Hashtag Ireland fashion. And then <laughs> and I started talking about Josh yeah, like right you like I was like, Yeah, I love it. Well you could work out. And like, she's like, Why did you work out today? I was like, No, like I thought about maybe working out, but like it's still comfortable. I didn't work out. But it's real comfortable anyway. <laughs> Plus I was like, you know, like it's kind of fashion. It's like in trend right now, so you can wear it anywhere. And so we started talking. And then she's like, I talked to her about like, you know, OOTD and like RLM fashion and stuff like that. And then she's like, that is so amazing. And then I started telling her about like this testimony and like, people getting healed and stuff. And I was like, not religious, how we get high as fuck together. And like, she was so into it. She was so sweet. I was like, yeah, I was like not religious at all. And I gave her some of my testimony and she was so excited. So it's like, she subscribed right away. So if you're watching, hi, this I love you. Thank you. We love you. Yeah. So, anyway, so yeah, it's so crazy, like, what you wear in your spirit, man. And then you wear something nice in your natural, man. Then you hit up the <laughs> Everywhere you go is a glory show. I love it. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be, like, 
Yeah, it's the glamour of the spirit. Yes, but I, I miss the, can we go back to the, I hate to rewind, but I miss Jan's, I miss the word about Texas and the, and could you elaborate, Jan, on what you heard? Sure, I, I'd be happy to. Okay. Um, it was, I started thinking about it because of what Brandon was saying yesterday, or today, um, about how all of the crazy stuff started in Minneapolis, and Jake. <laughs> it's like you're tickling me. <laughs> you know how all the crazy stuff started in Minneapolis with you know the, the violence and stuff, and then he watched it go. You know, different states crossing the country, going back, and then he said um, God was going to come behind it, and then like really shift everything in the spirit and really you know just take over in the same pattern that all of this violence just flowed. And I told him that it reminded me of a word from years and years ago, the prophet Bob Jones. Um, I think I was actually in this meeting and that's why it like struck me as much as it did. He said that he had a vision of there being a drapery rod across the country, like running north to south. And the one end of it was in Minneapolis and the other end of it was in South Texas and the drapes were closed. But at the right time, God was just gonna throw those drapes open so everyone could see what he was doing, like see his glory, see his work. And um, I think I think we're there. Amen. <laughs> I love how the Lord would deposit that beautiful word into your heart for you to keep and ponder on until this time that you could release it. Thank you, I've Jan. always known that there was a real connection with Minneapolis and, and like South Texas, but you know, I didn't know how much it was going to involve me. But gosh, I'm really, really grateful. Really grateful. Glory. Oh, thank you, so exciting. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. It is exciting. The I-35 mm -hmm. Highway of Holiness. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. From Minneapolis all the way to San Antonio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I-35. <laughs> Whoa. Sheba, 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 uh, and it's known in at least in Austin, the section of it, it's like the worst traffic, like the most accidents, the most like, <laughs> crazy things manifest on I thirty five. Everyone knows it's like like it's a crazy road. <laughs> so, like yeah. so I just go and just blast, you know, fire all. Over. You see crazy signs and wonders, like people acting like crazy on the road. <laughs> really wild signs. Whenever I'm on thirty five, but it's like. That's actually, there's like, um, y'all said that that should be. I met Bob Jones this year at the body. We were, um, there was a little meeting. And this is how humble Bob is. I love Bob so much. He's amazing. He manifested himself as like his older self so that I know who he was. Otherwise, I'd be like, I don't know who that guy was. I've only seen his videos when he was older. And, the setting was the meeting was taking place just outside of Earth's atmosphere, 
And the chairs were just little plain fold-up chairs. You know, just like a, just little fold-up chairs, just very super basic, really humble, and a little circle. And he led that meeting um, having to do with what's going on in the earth. He's very much invested and involved in what's going on with the cloud of witnesses. And uh, he had very specific things that, you know, he's very much aware of what Red Light Ministries is doing. And he had some words that he said to me. He also had some things to say about Brandon as well. Um, but it's very like, he's very much involved in what's going on in Red Letter Ministries currently through the Cloud of Witnesses to the point where he manifested himself that way. It's really exciting. So thanks, Bob. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, he, he seemed like such like a father to Brandon specifically, the way he talked about him and his gestures and motions like towards him was like a dad to his son. Really. It was really precious for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely have felt the spiritual connection with Bob Jones my entire ministry and uh, continuing to to build on what he brought prophetically with the Elijah mantle and it's going real, going really well <laughs> yeah it's hard to go wrong with the Elijah mantle it's just like kicking total butt in every direction <laughs> <laughs> Everybody take a big hit off the Elijah Mantle. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Mantle. You'll be gone for a month. Just, just raptured in the whirlwind. I hope you don't have plans for a month. <laughs> we definitely believe in the rapture. <laughs> Have you done rapture today yet? <laughs> a 30-day Elijah rapture. <laughs> that sounds really nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I'll fast a 40 day fast when I'm raptured for 40 days. <laughs> Amen. That's the only way to do it. Celestial body, so you can see the gold. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remove the gold dust, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's mine. The table. I'll take the gold. <laughs> the table falling off and it's crushing it. You know. God continuously removes the knowledge from us. Yes. Even, even re- what's really interesting, because we've been feasting on Revelation for a very long time, but Revelation gets turned into glory. Revelation gets turned into a different substance altogether. So the true test is passing the Revelation test. Can you allow your revelation to transform into higher glory? You'll feel like you're losing yourself, because you are. And that's how you really fly in higher levels of glory, is a complete and total transmutation of revelation knowledge. I'm not even talking about the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That's so far gone. I'm talking about the bread from heaven, spiritual feasting. The strong meat for the mature and the wisdom that's spoken amongst the wise. A greater wisdom and a greater knowledge will turn into a greater glory if you let it. That's really what the mature have learned to do, is to just live in that white light and not even cling to knowledge, revelation knowledge, not even cling to intimate knowledge. Wow. Because inside the container of the Word is the intimacy with the Father. And that's where salvation is based. Inside the Word. Not outside the Word. Not in the shallow waters of the Word, but in the depths of the Word. There you'll find the Father in every word through Jesus Christ. So it's a place of losing the form of the Word. (laughs) And to go into the eternal ether that's formless. It's like the void in the deep in Genesis 1, living in that realm. That's eternity. Can you live in a void of formlessness? Can you be invisible light? Can you be God? Of course you can, but you have to let go. You have to let go of the revelation knowledge that we know is 100% truth. And go into the experience of that truth, which is a void. Every day. Diving in the deep. Every day. Amen.
Yeah. Because if you think about it in the natural realm, when you're walking with somebody for a long time, what they said three years ago really isn't relevant to who they are today. Mm. So we are coming into daily revelations of the Lord that He's showing Himself to us. We eat it through us and it becomes part of us, yet we don't stay there. We move on for the next word that He's given us because it's a relationship. Mm -hmm. It's, it's fun to reminisce about those old things that he used to say, but today is the day that he's given us to really feast. I mean, what does Garden of Eden reality look like? Deep calling unto deep at the noise of your water spouts. I mean, that, that's it's a little different experience than studying the Bible. <laughs> it's a little different experience than a marriage supper, which is wonderful. But it's even a deeper realm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's where we need to go as leaders. Yeah. The feasting strengthens us for faith to go into extreme unknown. Well. And even extreme uncomfortable because you've eaten so much that you know he's good but can you dive into a formless void I mean really that's the test as you go from glory to glory is becoming invisible light being completely formless yeah without beginning without end without mother without father just forever living in the forever <laughs> uh -huh. I'd love to share a sacred moment that happened about this. I think it'll help. Um, so I, I was in a, I was in a conference and I was on the floor and the floor changed to water and the water began to rise and all of a sudden I realized everybody was. Being, being taken away by this river that showed up in, in the conference and all of a sudden I was in this rushing wherever and it was going really quickly and it was quite quite unnerving and, and you know I'm thinking about the rocks and the danger and there's no way out, I'm stuck here this river is getting really really strong and wild and I'm, I'm, I'm lost and then I see uh, that there's, the river is ending and there's a, there's a cliff so there's a waterfall and as I'm just about to die, the, the waterfall drops off and my, my, my leg hits this surface just beyond the fall that I didn't see before. And, and my body just sort of doll-like fell into this other water source that was there that was very large. It was still and it was black as black. Uh, I could hear my voice, I could hear my breathing, I could hear my heart beating in this blackness, and the terror of the Lord struck me. There was, I, I was like a tiny little butterfly compared to the, the, water, the surface of the water. And I began to like struggle with the Lord saying, Lord, get me out of here, I don't want to be a part of this, it's really frightening, and He wouldn't rescue me. And so then I began to sink in the water, down in the darkness and depth and terror. And the pressure got stronger and stronger. And I literally thought, I'm going to die. This is it, I'm dying. The Lord is this, I've done something terrible. 
I thought I knew, I thought I knew, Lord, what, uh, what was right, what was true. I'm sorry, I'm confessing all my sins and trying to get myself out of this deep darkness. I'm going down and down and seem like forever. And all of a sudden, something popped inside me and that terror stopped and it was just stillness in this darkness. And I, and I was able just to sort of rest in, in the moment. I still wasn't feeling very well, but at least I wasn't in complete terror of death. And at that moment, I began to rise. I could feel myself rising mm. up to the surface now. Still, I can't see anything. It's complete black. I don't know where the top or the bottom or the sides or anything at the surface. <gasps> and when I reach to the surface, I, I, I can tell the difference between myself. I thought I'd lost myself completely in this blackness. So I thought I was gone. I literally thought I was gone. My humanity was gone, and I was okay with that. But when I made it to the surface, the Lord took me up above the surface and saw my little face. I could see my little face in contrast to the blackness. And I'm like, oh, there you are. You're okay. And then it took me out, it took me out a little bit further, and I was in this big black stillness again of the water surface. And then I went up higher, and I was in the black center of an eye. Uh -huh. And the eye was looking at me as I'm looking at myself as that little face inside the blackness. And I realized the face is now turned into a sparkle. And the Lord says, you are the apple of my eye. He, we are his sparkle in his eye. And as we enter into knowing nothing, we begin to discover how much of a treasure we are in our Father. But we have to lose our humanity. We have to lose the definitions that the, that the world has given us. And it's a, it's a wonderful trip, you guys. It's really fun. Mm. Amen. Amen. As you were talking, I was seeing a Isaiah 11 about Jesus. He shall delight in the fear of the Lord. And I was seeing how his perfect faith allowed him to enjoy the unknown. The stuff that's oh. terrifying to us to walk by faith was thrilling, exciting, and pleasurable for the Lord mm -hmm. Jesus because of uh -huh. his perfect faith and perfect Holy Spirit DNA. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> true mind can weather all the lies and illusions without being lost. The true heart can tough the poison of hatred without being harmed. Since beginningless time, darkness thrives in the void, but always yields to purified light. Mm. Hey. Whoa. Glory. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, glory. <laughs> I love this glory. I love your glory, Father. Wow. It's so nice. <laughs> I, I had a I had an interesting moment today. I um sat down with Rhonda and we read uh, Revelation together. So she she would read and 
I would speak in tongues and then we'd switch, you know, back and forth between chapters out of recommendation uh, from Rebecca. I think you had recommended that. And um, it was really weird because it was like, I, I, well, first of all, I've never really made it all the way completely to the end, to be honest with you. I've always kind of like made it three-fourths of the way and then didn't quite make it. But um, but there was a certain point where I was talking or I, I was reading and I literally felt myself like leave here. And I was looking at myself sitting in the chair and um, I was just like, like, okay, this is interesting. I can see myself sitting in that chair and I'm reading and like, okay, where am I right now? <laughs> and it was really wild. And I'm like, Whoa. oh, okay. Whoa. And then Whoa. I think I just came back, you know, and, but it was a really wild experience. I had never have had that happen to me before. Um, and I, I looked at Rhonda and I'm like, I think I'm back now. And she was, well, where did you go? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I left for a few minutes, for a few seconds. But um, anyway, oh, yes. just, I thought that was really wild. That's, That's wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so it's again, normal to black out mid-sentence of what your friend is saying and going back turn your mic up yeah can you turn it up just a little bit because i would love to hear what you're saying i just can't hear it oh very well. it's the distance probably now yes better thank you yeah, i was saying uh, mysteries about why i pray in tongues all the time and have to do with what happened to you thank you <laughs> Man, this is some good token glory tonight. Wow. <laughs> a toker's yeah, dream come true. It was the reason Paul said, I thank God that I pray in tongues more There's things that happen. <laughs> you know this glory is going to keep intensifying and um, I had breakfast with my friend Timothy Fox this morning and and we were just talking about what what our father's doing on the earth and just in complete and perfect agreement about everything and just so many confirming signs and wonders and it's just such a blessing to have perfect unity with other okay. saints and he was talking how as the glory comes this fall in a major way from this group that it will be the most confusing time ever for the religious. I mean, you thought they were confused in Babylon. No. No, they're about to be confused because they don't know what the glory is and their Christianity was never about the glory of God. 
They didn't grow in the knowledge of the glory. They practiced truly paganism. And we say that because it's true. And so the paganism is the witchcraft of religion that's being put to the flame by the glory now. And the Father's doing it just on the whole planet. So that witchcraft is actually marked to be burned this season. All external religion is going to be burned off the whole planet before Jesus returns. And it begins now. And when people start to get so confused by the glory of God, our job, who have been trained in the glory, will be to explain it to them. But there won't be a single religious person on the planet that doesn't get torched. There won't be any avoiding it. There will be no shelter, no denomination. The Spirit of Glory is not going to ask if you believe in it. It doesn't care if you're Catholic or Protestant or Pentecostal or Muslim or Buddhist. It's just like, hey, you got a soul, you're on fire. (laughs) (laughs) But I I thought it was interesting that he said that like amongst the heathen, they won't even be nearly as confused as amongst the Christian religious. Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be really, really severe. Is that is that what you and Timothy were talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Get ready, right? Yeah. Wow. The Lord, the Lord was speaking to me about something that's similar to this, and I think it's part of our part in this. And maybe it's just for me, but I'm going to share it with you guys. Um, Brandon was talking last time we we met here about the King Solomon, who was very wise and was able to uh, discover the truth about the two women um, who came to him, and they were fighting over that baby. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so the Lord was talking to me about that is an analogy that is part of this rhythm that's all through the Bible about the wise and the fool, fools, mm. virgins. Okay. So if we look back at that story, what the Holy Spirit was showing me is that we have been wise virgins, but we have been asleep and during that sleep okay so in the story there's the two women they both gave birth to children they were both in the same room and nobody else was with them the one the one woman the one virgin we'll just call her um, even though it says that they were whores in the bible the one um, she went to sleep and laid on her child and the child was killed the other virgin she was asleep when she was asleep that one virgin changed and deceived and took the seed the living seed from the virgin Mm. and then placed it in her own bed and then tried to convince that wise virgin that that was the dead seed was hers. Mm. Okay, so we we can no longer be asleep. We have to be wise 
and realize that this religious, those religious people that have, we have lived among all our lives have actually been in a process of deception. And we really have been, we really have been producing fruit. We really have been producing babies, right? But now is the time that we are not going to fall for deception. We're going to be in agreement with what God says, and we're going to stay awake. So that's what the Lord was saying to me. And, and if you read, if you go and read it yourself, there might, you guys might find more revelation, but that's basically what the Lord told me. Mm-hmm. Stay awake. That's amazing. There's a lot to unpack in that story. Wow. Yeah. Man, that took me on a totally different journey. Wow. The fake religious have pretended to be alive in our midst the whole time and stealing from from our seed line and our fruit production while everything in them has been dead and the, the sheep and the goats have dwelt together and both externally looked Christian but one is the grave in their heart and the other is the Father's throne in their heart and the two will be revealed this season by the glory of God. Amen. Oh yes, the other part was that we need to learn and Brandon teaches us all the time about being that righteous king, right? And that what what the wife what they did was they went to the king right and so we need to do that as well in our lives is we we really need to take that step and go into a place of authority and take back what was taken from us and be a part of a mature bride who knows who she is in christ who knows her authority and uh you know steps further in, into her calling and position. Part of that is uh, the, the, the king element, what Brandon talked about a couple days ago. The king, mm. the, the, the righteous judgment that, that Brandon calls us to, that we, we need to be in right judgment. And that comes from, again, from being in a place of knowing our Father and, and the wisdom, which comes every day. It isn't like Brandon said at the beginning, we're not talking about understanding our old scriptures and it's a walk of faith now from here on out it's a it's a daily walk of faith hand in hand with our father knowing that we're loved and he's taking care of us and he's going to give us the right words at the right time and we just need to stay awake and stay in that authority that the lord is calling us to yeah and sandra thank you for sharing that under the pressure test it is revealed which one is love. Yes, darling, that's so true. Because the mom, the real mom, yeah, that's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. the pressure test. Mm-hmm. And God was speaking to me, thank you for sharing that too. God was speaking to me this evening about the pre- there are pressure tests coming. And so I have to basically just release this word um, that. There are pressure tests coming. Prepare, prepare, prepare. You've been given the heads up. Get in the Word. I was just telling my friends earlier tonight, read the Bible. Get into the Word like you've never gotten into the Word. Eat that Bible like there ain't no tomorrow. Put it in your belly. Get that seed in there. Just put it in there. Don't think about it too much. Just eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it. 
drink, drink, feast, feast. Like you've got, there's a little time right now to really like in a couple months from now, you're going to really wish that you had really feasted. So now's the time to feast. If you got to put something else on hold, do it, but it's time to feast. Does the Lord. So I just want to really say it. That's not my fault anymore if you don't. <laughs> That's really good. Rebecca, that just triggers another unfolding of what the Lord told me. So as we feast, okay, that's that's being wise virgins. The other thing the Lord showed me was before that woman with the dead child made the decision to go into deception, to deceive her sister and take from her what wasn't hers and then try to deceive her. Before that happened, they were both wise virgins technically because, because they both had gone to a place to the intimacy and, get, and had a seed and carried that seed all the way to birth and then they have a child so so they're both wise so so the foolish virgin learned how to go into deception to get what she needed to go into the shadows and the shady places and those places of shifting and all that kind of stuff Instead of, she could have just gone, oh my goodness, my baby is dead. I'm going to go back into intimacy and have another intimate moment so I can have a seed and birth and carry something to birth something new. Instead, she did the shortcut. So again, it's we need to make sure that we're going into, like Rebecca said, into the Word. We need to learn how to be consistently wise virgins because that's what the oil, that's how the oil is produced. The other way is, and the way we've been taught in church is a counterfeit, and it really is deception, and it's thievery. It's stealing, killing, and lying. It sounds harsh, but it's, it's from the Lord. That is so right now word, what the Lord's been speaking about stolen oil, stolen bread, stolen revelation. You know why she didn't go back and have another child is because she wasn't patient. She didn't have the patient endurance. There's somebody watching right now that you need to do a word search for patience, patient endurance in the Bible and go check that out. The Holy Spirit's going to let you know who it is. Is someone you're watching this right now? You need to go look that up, patient endurance. That'll keep you from getting destroyed this season. Bam. Glory. Endurance. Yeah. This really, the Lord really gave me a word today. This is really serious. Like we're going to have the most amazing time, the most fun time. But like you were saying, that fear of the Lord is really, is really coming on. And it's life and death. Feast like it, your life depends on it. Mm-hmm. And the feasting, and the feasting is produced, to produce in us a knowing of how much God is actually love and how much he is a safe place and how much he has provided for us. All that feasting is to dis, disengage us from the lies that we have been born into. That's what feasting's all about. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the cool thing is the end result of our feasting, even if we are in lack of faith, he gives us more faith to believe that he is good. So, so our end game is to be face to face with our Father, but every step of the way, if we, even in the midst of our suffering or if we're, we're 
we've fallen into some sort of temptation or what have you, in that very second, if you can just say in your heart, my father is good, my father is love, he loves me and I love him, that is, you're like 99.9% into the new revelation. Amen? Yeah, because the baby died in her womb. She received the seed. The baby was grown, but malnourished. This is where the feeding comes in, on the Word. You can see the anointing on somebody else and say, I want that. But you have to eat to sustain it and carry it. The anointing that comes, the kabad, the heavy, weighty glory, rests on a foundation. And the Lord can bring acceleration, but you must be willing to receive the word, which is the foundation. When I saw you, Brendan, I, I saw this oil dripping off you, right? It's just dripping off you. I thought, I said, Lord, you know, I want the anointing. I saw it and I honored it. I said, I want it. But I want it with one purpose, to carry it in to, 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 to those that are despicable in the eyes of everybody else but the Father. I'm seeing such a great response now among those that don't know him because of the revelation that they were seeking everywhere else, but is now coming forth. People are hungry for the real and the authentic. And my prayer is, Father, make us real. Make us authentic. That even when the wind blows, that our foundation and our rock will be true and real and authentic. In Jesus' name. Glory. I'm going to say something else about the, the one who she got in. She wasn't patient. She didn't have patient endurance to go back to you know, create another child. So that would take what time? She let the baby die, now she has to start over. And that would take, that takes a while, right? Mm -hmm. She didn't have the patient endurance. She didn't have the patient endurance, like you said, to keep the child nourished. It's about consistency. You know, it's just like there's examples in life all around us for our purpose to grow in wisdom. How do people get, you know, when people talk about consistency, you think about going to the gym and healthy eating, and people will say, well, well how did you make it in the long run, like consistency? Or people who studied in school to get good grades, what did they do? It was consistency, you know? Or like, you know, keeping the house a certain way or maintaining anything in life to be maintained. You have to have dedication because motivation comes and goes, right? You can be highly motivated for a season and you go to the gym five days a week, two hours a day, but then what's gonna make your results last? You can't sustain that. Jesus is looking for somebody who's going to be in it for the long haul. He's looking for a long-term relationship. 
eternity. <laughs> a long time. <laughs> Not just like a short spurt of flame that just goes out, you know, it's like consistency. Mm. And in a, in a marriage, in a covenant with Jesus, you know, for better or for worse, right? Are you going to be consistently going in for fresh bread and oil when everything's literally falling apart? When you don't understand? When the tax are coming? When it feels like you're literally dying? When everyone rejects you and abandons you? You're out of money? All the verse that's like when all, like, you know, when the stable is empty and all this stuff is all gone to shit. That's a paraphrase. <laughs> you know, God is still faithful. Are you going to be consistent in your... You mean if you're like, you know, I'm struggling to even believe that you care about me right now. But you can still choose with your will that he gave you to trust him. Like, even if I don't really trust deep in my heart, I'm going to choose right now to surrender that and ask you to help me to trust you. I'm just going to choose it. How? Just with the will that you gave me, your, your candy. He says that he has given us the, both the ability and the desire to do what pleases him. So anything else that we accept is just a lie, you know, the easy way out. Um, but if I could use this um, as an example, like we're talking about the Bible uh, reading, um, how different it was, you know, uh, with Amber, I know she's not there right now, but for the interns doing this, it's so different this time, right? For me in the past, it used to be struggle to get through something in the Bible because I was always looking at the end goal, like I'm trying to hurry up and finish this book. I'm trying to get this done so I can get this much information in. And that that made it hard and difficult and dry. So how do you go through and eat that much Bible without getting bored, without getting weary? It's like how Brandon teaches us to always just enjoy the moment with God. If you're just feasting on, on the word, revelation, to enjoy God, and you're looking at him face to face. You're reading the Bible to Jesus. You're enjoying the time of communion. It's like hanging out with your best friend in the coffee shop. You just don't want it to end. You're just having such a good time. You're not thinking about, I can't wait to get to the end of this conversation. So I can gain all, everything that you told me. <laughs> it's not like that at all. It's not like that's the opposite of God. It's like, man, I wish this moment could just last forever. I could just linger here and talk with you. I just. I love what you have to say. I just, I could just sit here and listen to you talk forever. Um, so wonderful. Is there anything else that you have on your mind, your heart? Anything else you want to tell me about? We can talk about and share together. It changes your whole perspective on the Bible. Then you're enjoying that fellowship, that worship in spirit and truth, that exchange of hearts. And all you're bringing to the table is your relationship. You're not bringing, well, you told me last week, blah, blah, blah. Well, you wore, well, last Wednesday, you didn't wear pink. <laughs> you know, like, it's a new day. <laughs> I'm doing something else today. Like, why did you drive to a different cafe this time? Because I wanted to eat something else. <laughs> like, we don't realize how religious we are. <laughs> Come with nothing but your relationship. It's beautiful. You'll gain everything. And it has to do with the patience. Yeah, the Sandra, what you're saying, the 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 wise, the wise one, and the foolish one. The foolish one, she wasn't very patient because it takes time to grow a life 
a being, a living being, a new creation to sustain, to take care of, to clean, wash, But in religion, people get impatient, right? Yeah, it's something the Spirit was talking about tonight. Not rushing the rings of the tree of life inside you. Knowledge tries to steal experiences inheritance. And it's a really a, a cheap way out. And um, we have more mystical knowledge right now in Christianity than ever before. Daniel 12, knowledge shall increase. And so knowledge is a very, very small part of the tree of life. It's not called the tree of knowledge, it's called the tree of life. It is a part of it because the spirit of knowledge is one of the seven spirits of God. But the loyalty and faithfulness to the Father, ring after ring, is what produces true Christian mysticism. <laughs> and over the years, I've watched, you know, cheap mystics come and go by the dozens. And one thing they lack is loyalty and faithfulness to the Father. They can write books. They have incredible knowledge. It's fascinating to read. It sounds amazing. And some of it spiritually works. But is it about the Father and enjoying the Father and growing in the Father, which is growing in the Son in His 33 years, the 33 rings of the tree of life? Or is it about something else? See, if we make it about anything else, even mystic knowledge, we'll no longer walk with the Father and serve the root of idolatry. It's not money. Genesis 2, it's knowledge. The root of all idolatry is knowledge. Why is that so important? Because the root of the tree of life is life. The Father. Jesus says, I am the life. So the intimacy has to be the basis for our continuous walk. And that's a place of timelessness. That's a place of not despising the days of small beginnings because you're with God. You're a child of God walking with God. And there's no rush in that place. There's no hastiness in that place. Are you kidding me? You're with God now. I mean, it's serious deception we're dealing with to try to rush those intimate things. It's very important that from day one, all the years of your life you spend enjoying the Father and not trying to rush to be more mature than you are, not seeking knowledge like Greeks, paganism, not seeking signs and wonders like Hebrews, sorcery, but seeking the Father and to know Him face to face inside you and putting your time of faithfulness and loyalty with all your brain to God the Father. That's how you make it, an anchor for the soul. The other stuff is wonderful, and I'm so thankful for very high-level, high-grade food and mystical knowledge and stuff, but that alone is not enough. It's all about a loyalty to God the Father. 
And then the food just magnifies your relationship with him. One year, two year, three year, four year. And each year is a beautiful, perfect ring of the tree of life expanding and growing inside you unto full spiritual stature. But the Spirit said specifically, that's a process that cannot be rushed. This, this is not microwave Christianity. You're three, year, you're three years old in the glory. You're five years old in the glory. You cannot be 10 years old in the glory. You'll never be 15 years in the glory. You have to enjoy each year with the Father as you go from glory to glory. And at 33, that's eternity. That's full spiritual stature. And your spirit man will never get older than that. Amen. <laughs> so beautiful, man. It's such a good reminder. No rush. No microwave. I love that. <laughs> well, because um, in this culture, people associate knowledge with maturity, which is just plain insanity. Otherwise, Lucifer be the most mature angel, which is just clearly not the case. Maturity is not actual is not actually knowledge. No, it's actually life. It's the rings of life. <laughs> Anyone can read a book, okay? Now we we love spiritual knowledge. We're huge feasters daily bread all day long but that's not what makes us mature <laughs> what makes us mature is the father formed in us through the sacrifice of knowledge for turning that knowledge into a void and becoming ether and liquid and formless and invisible light <laughs> <laughs> which gives you no kudos or credence with the realm of the natural. Right. Yeah. There's a there's so something can I ask a, a question. Yeah. Um so so when you go to read and just read, not trying to study, um, I know that different people have said just read, 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 you know, feed your spirits, feed your spirits. <laughs> I'm I'm struggling with that, and then how is that building a relationship if I'm just reading through? You know, if I get to a place I'm reading and I start to cry, I think that that is something I need to pause on, and I do. I'll pause there, but then I I don't. That this is right where I'm really struggling. Um, I had someone tell me like three years ago at a revival. the minister turned around and I was mad because nothing, I wasn't receiving anything. Like people were getting words and falling and I, I, nothing happens to me. And he just looked at me and he said, endurance. The father is working endurance in you. And I was pissed. I didn't want to hear that. What does that mean? What, did, what endurance? What the heck is that? Um, and then when she, where Becca was just talking, I was like hot. Everywhere. So I'm sure that that has something to do. For me, and I will definitely look up those words, but I don't understand how to spend time with him if I'm reading really fast. I don't, I don't, here's I don't the know. here's the deal: we need the Paraclete. Yeah. You need the Holy Ghost, and so the Holy mm-hmm. Ghost organizes your day planner. Like apart from me, you can do nothing. Like I don't read the Bible unless the Holy Spirit is moving upon me to read the Word. 
Like, I'm okay. constantly captured by the spirit of Jesus. And so that all my soul is consumed by him. And I'm not doing anything he's not doing. I'm not speaking anything he's not speaking. Jesus said you can do nothing apart from his spirit. So I mean, any activity, reading the Bible, fasting, I mean, praying like the pagans who babble, all of it is worthless activity unless it's orchestrated by the Spirit of Grace. And so one, one exercise that I did in my younger years that the Lord taught me was when you read the Psalms, replace Lord, every time it says Lord a hundred times in every Psalm, with Holy Spirit to get to know okay. the faceless man. Because unless okay. you know the faceless man, it's all going to be locked up and sealed and, and there'll be nothing there. But he is the one who unravels the word and unravels the mysteries. The Holy Ghost is what leads you to Jesus at the right hand of God in Zion and all glory. And so becoming best friends with the Holy Spirit is, makes it very easy to do all things in Christianity. Apart from him, you can't do one of them. And it'll all be frustrated. But in Him, it's easy and light. Okay. So I began worshiping the Holy Ghost, you know, every time I'd read the Bible, and specifically the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, because He's the only one down here. Jesus is in heaven, the Father's in heaven. All He got is the Holy Ghost, and He's more than enough. Jesus said it's better that you have the Holy Spirit than Him. Yeah. So okay. unless the Holy Spirit is just this gigantic power beaming around your soul christianity is very sealed and locked up and it's it's not open it's very mysterious but if you're friends with the holy ghost it's a wide open easy religion okay so so every time that i have read the bible not that way like just because i want to pick it up and read it i'm reading it with a religious spirit is that what you're saying i mean no i didn't say that at all I'm no, just, I'm, no, I'm asking, is that why, because sometimes I felt guilty that I haven't read, so I'll pick it up. Not so much anymore, I just want to. I'm encouraged by you all. The, imp the important thing is to become a better friend with the Holy Ghost. Okay. So no, okay. just forget about do's and don'ts and activity. Okay. Just, it's all about intimacy with the Spirit of God. I mean, just forget about do's and don'ts. That's, that's not even a part of this. That's a different religion. That's paganism. This, this is actually about intimacy with God. This is about knowing God. Every religion is about what you can do and can't do, what you need yeah. to do. That's called doo-doo voodoo. That's witchcraft. Yeah. So you're all wrestling witchcraft, but the Holy Ghost clearly doesn't have any witchcraft. So when you're friends with Him, none of that activity is in your soul or around you whatsoever. It's just you and the Holy Ghost, best friends, mm -hmm. enjoying every day and maximum joy, and that's the Christian walk. <laughs> okay. Amen. Good, good, good question, and, and Rebecca, praise God that you were able to pick that up, and Susan, thank you for being so um, transparent with us, and, and I just have to say, you look like a completely different woman. I mean, like, I am Me? so, yes, yeah. you look so glorious. I want to do your portrait. I want to do a painting of you. Oh, you look well, amazing. Thank you. <laughs> but I wanted, I wanted to also go back to the knowledge that Brandon was talking about. And it, it's not in the full understanding for me. 
but I think it's something to just throw out there so we can sort of start thinking about it and you guys will get more revelations. So since we're moving into a closer revelation with the Father, that means that we're all going to be moving um, in the fivefold ministries that Brandon talks about to a degree. We all have our positions and places, but everything will grow and mature. And one of those things is, is the seeing and the knowledge, and knowledge has to do with the prophetic. And the Lord's been talking to me about the prophetic to come is going to be a little bit different than what we've had before. He keeps talking to me about royal lifestyles, like how it is in, in royalty. And one of the things that they do in, in, in that kind of uh, society is they never give a, a person something out of need. The gift is never something out of need. Okay? So um, the, way, the way the prophetic is going to look now is we are going to understand that the knowledge that we get is a gift for us from our Father to know more about who he, he is so it enables us to see clearly, more clearly for our brothers and sisters. And, and, and the prophetic words that are going to be most beneficial to our brothers and sisters aren't these outside gifts, but they'll be us seeing the gifts within each other. So, we, so the prophetic will be able to look into somebody and say, I see in you, and then, and then the word will come, the knowledge will come. And that knowledge is something that has been hidden within that person to be spoken out, and then there's agreement, and the person then walks in it. Okay, does that, does that all sound good so again the knowledge like brandon is talking about isn't for us to get puffed up and to walk around going i like if i'm a prophet i want to I, I want to give somebody a gift of prophecy and then they in turn give something to me um, that is going to come to an end i really believe and we're moving into something different so I can feel a lot of heart wounds on that, on the topic of prophecy and prophets, too. Yeah. I just want to speak to that. If anything you're not sure, or you're kind of like, I don't know, just put it on the shelf for now. It's okay. And just let the oil of the Holy Spirit flood in your heart and heal all the wounds from all the labels and misunderstandings from people who try to prophesy to you or you prophesy to people or, you know. The mistreatment of prophets, you know, it's a severe mistreatment. It's been a lot of witchcraft, and you know, people have partaken in it and gotten thrashed and like hurt by it. So let's put fresh oil. Let's put the let the angels apply the balm of Gilead to your heart, to your hearts right now, and all the areas of prophecy, prophets, all those issues, office of prophet, fear prophet. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus inside you is the prophet. So as you remove that burden off of you to perform any kind of prophecy, prophetics, or try to be prophet because Jesus is the prophet inside you. So you can just let that just right off your shoulders. Just let it slide on down. Hmm. It's not your weight to bear. It's not your burden to bear. That's way too heavy to try and be a prophet anyway. <laughs> And all this stuff is changing soon. Anyway. 
Yeah. And all we're just going to forgive. Just go ahead and release right now between you and the Father those people that have hurt you through your false prophetics or they meant well, they messed up your emotions and your heart and stuff. Or like sometimes some people, maybe I think there's somebody watching like their entire life has pretty much been derailed by a bad prophetic word. So I just want to speak that to you. Just forgive those people. Just like Jesus, forgive them, Father. They know not what they're doing. Severe deception and witchcraft. We forgive them. And I just want to speak to your life right now. That anyone whose heart is open, who is open to Jesus, just being the prophet inside you, dwelling inside you, living within you, and you live in him. And out of there flows a river of prophecy. And just all it is is just truth. It's just a river of truth. It's just truth coming out. Truth about then and now and here and whenever and truth about eternity. Just let the river, let the truth come out in your words and spirit and truth. And if your heart is open to receive that right now, I just want to speak to you. Be healed from all the false prophet. And even if you've been a false prophet, you're forgiven, you're washed, you're cleansed. Let that burning just come right off. So easy. It's unmerited grace. Just open up your heart. You don't have to do any heavy penance or anything. You can just receive it. Yeah. It's good. So good. You don't even have to try to ever prophesy again. Just enjoy the river and it'll flow. It'll out of your belly will flow the fullness of the river of revelation. Amen. Thank you. His words. Yeah. So good. You know what? Thank you, Rebecca, so much. You're so sensitive to the heart needs. And I want to just say that the prophetics, if we can think of them like gifts, people are just trying to give each other gifts. And that's good. So we can see these gifts, and they're on the shelf. And we can just look at these little gifts, and, and not, you know, it'll be easier for us um, to see it like that and just realize that we're all, we're all working towards the goal, which is to know each other and know our Father in fullness. And in someday, see, prophetics are speaking into the future. They're seeing, prophets see, they see into a future that we can't see, and then they pull that information back and speak it. But some, someday soon, we're all coming into that future vision. And so the prophetic is, is, is a beautiful thing because it's prophesying of a future thing. But what I, what I was, what we're speaking about is we're all moving into this future together. And so mm. I bless us all in that. It's wonderful. Thank mm -hmm. you, Sandra. God, yeah. I just heard the Father gives perfect gifts. Yeah. Prophecies are perfect gifts. Oh. I was seeing these beautiful, amazing, brightly colored gifts wrapped in beautiful, big, like luxurious <laughs> satin bows. And I was seeing each one of you on here tonight. I was seeing a different, multi different colored gifts. Just what Sandra said of prophecy from the Father to each one of you <laughs> on your shelf. So whenever you so desire, you can spend your time with the Father. It's Christmas. You can grab that little box off the shelf. Unwrap that. Shelf, open that box. And there's something special. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> it's 
experience because <laughs> perfect gifts. False prophet gives shitty gifts. <laughs> like even that one person does not know how to gift. I'm sorry. Like, like when, it's bad. You know, there's that gift giving thing. It's like they just want to give you what makes them feel good mm. instead of what you want or like. Yeah, I know I asked for this for Christmas. You're just giving me whatever you thought made you look good. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to celebrate Christmas properly. They're just confused. They don't know. That's so sweet. How to celebrate the holidays <laughs> properly. Mm-hmm. The Father, He already knows your heart. He lives in your heart. He has peace. He hears. And even the places that you hide your true wishes, your true desires, and then He goes into your deepest desires carves a path for you to get there through his perfection. Puts it in a nice little box, wraps it all up beautifully, and puts it right there in front of you, waiting for you to just open it and receive it as a gift. But if you go out of your way and you want to feel like it has to rely on you and not be a gift, well, no, thanks. This Christmas, instead of just opening my gift, I'm going to go out and get a new job, and I'm going to go work, and then I'm going to go buy my own gift, and then I'm going to try to wrap it up. It's when you're going to the false prophet, you're trying to work for your own gift, your own salvation, your own prophecy to get what you want. And it'll actually destroy you and keep you from getting what you want. It's an illusion. It's a shadow. It's a lie about your desires. It says, what is it? The desires, people are led astray by desires, right? What is the desire that is from God and the desire from man? One leads to eternal life. The other one leads to death. It's the desires that's written in Ephesians, the desires that spring from illusion. It's the illusion of the fallen brain, right? Like Brandon was saying, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Those delusions, because it makes you, it makes you delusional in religion from that tree, mm-hmm. knowledge, that gives you false desires that spring from delusions. When you just receive that beautiful present and you just open up, thanks, Dad. but it kills your pride because you didn't do anything to deserve it it's just a gift just don't you just hate when you get a nice gift for somebody and they're not good at receiving a gift you're like just say thanks and open it oh no no you shouldn't have no no like just take (laughs) and say thanks (laughs) I got it for you because I wanted to see you smile when you opened it because Mm. I love don't try to earn a deserve or like push it away in false humility. Just thank you. And just open it. The most beautiful prophecy you can ever get is to have your father speak to you in the word. Mm-hmm. When you're sleeping and when mm-hmm. you're awake. Mm-hmm. And when you take the word and put it on next to your bed while you're sleeping. Mm. Trusting the Father to minister to your spirit while you are resting, receiving the restful words of your Father. That is a way to marinate in Him, knowing mm. that the Word is the best prophecy mm. you will ever have and ever get. Mm. Before you want to give someone a gift and trust them to the Father. And that might be your biggest gift you could ever gift anyone. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's so good. 
And that frees you from performing. When you feasted on the word and you entrusted the person to the Father, what flows after that might bless you more than the person. And now you are in the river. Glory. Glory, glory. That's wonderful. All right. I think I was. (laughs) Yes, Marie? I think I was the one, well, one of the ones you were sensing that had a bad prophetic word. He told me I wasn't Superman. I couldn't save everybody. I was here on fire, just saved, trying to get everybody to know Jesus. And he was like, God gets you all like God gets you all excited with his gift and then someone comes along like he's like I got a balloon you know when you're a kid you're like I got a balloon they gave it to me for free I got a balloon it's on my wrist walking around like I got a balloon I got a balloon and then it's like you show it to your friends and there's like pop it's like despicable me (laughs) nobody else wants the free gift (laughs) Ask me where I got my balloon. I would have taken you over there and your own balloon. Jerk. <laughs> oh, he was right. You're not Superman. He didn't look. You're Superwoman. Woman. You're on right. fire for God. Glory. Glory. With the word of the Father, glory be upon you. Be released. Let that lie drop off you now. Let it be returned into more fire into your soul. Be free forevermore. Man. Yay. There you go, Glory. Cry for everyone that's tied up. Let Holy everyone free that comes in your presence. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory, glory, it. glory. <laughs> and so I'm just going to take that false prophet with you together in our hands, and we're just going to, okay, we forgive you. That was wrong. That was naughty. Bless <laughs> 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 is hard. Um, just take him and put him to the Father who lives inside my belly. Mm-hmm. There you go. Right there in judgment. God's gonna take care of that. And then peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now we can sit on the throne and laugh. Mm-hmm. He's not our problem anymore. This is wonderful. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna get chocolate cake to celebrate. Yummy. <laughs> Sorry, I can't see your name, Marie. Marie. Yes. This is the sensitivity in you now that will reach right into the hearts of people and open it up for the word of God. Yes. Yeah. I, I also feel both of my ears burning. So I release the, the hearing 
of the Father in your ears. I know you're, you have a voice to sing, but I'm feeling the ears burning on you. Thank you, Father. Yay. Glory to God. So wonderful. Thank you, Lord. Can I share a testimony? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's discerning through, like, the outward and, and the reality that I face with on a daily basis. But um, basically, yesterday at work, there was only two of us on, like, so basically we've got, like, a pizza department, and then on the inside we've got a bar, the barista machine, and, like, other stuff as well. And so we had one guy doing the pizzas and I was out front, like taking orders, doing coffees, like serving drinks, clearing tables and all this stuff. And I was like super under the pump. And this guy came in and I'm going to like fast forward some of the details because it's not important, but basically he ordered a massive like order and he tried to pay for it, but I guess the transaction didn't go through. And, um, and cause I was so busy, like I just, for some reason, I didn't check the receipt. I didn't see that it said the client. Um, and so when it came to cashing up, I, yeah, like I realized I was like heaps of cash down and I knew straight away that it was this dude. And, um, yeah, I knew like I was going to have to want that cause that was my responsibility. So I had to like come back in. Like I talked to one of my bosses about it and he just sort of like pinned it on me. He's just like, oh, like it's, that was your fault. Like you should have known to check it. And I'm just like, for fuck's sake. Like I had three, three days of just, no, two days of just soaring in the spirit, come back to my first day at work. And then I feel the glory being like literally like sucked out of me. Like I was battling to like stay like on fire. And then this happens and I've never had something like this happen in my life. Um, anyway, I go home, I like come back with my card and I pay it. And it was actually like a real, like humble moment with the water. It was just like, and I just gave it to him. And, um, there was part of me that sort of wanted to be like, where were my angels? Like, why, why was that allowed to happen? And I, there was part of me that wanted to be like upset about it, but, um, I tried to push that away and I, there was still like this weight inside of me like my happiness wasn't restored like I wanted to be but it, it, there was still this like heavy weight and um I ended the night like actually like bought this like cloud atlas book on like to do all the stars and stuff and I read a few pages of that and it just like set my mind away from everything and like my heart was just like poof, like I was just breathing like I was free again um and okay, I'm gonna, there's, there's so much I could go into here, but basically the next day, which was this morning, I wake up, <laughs> even though like all of this money, like I've lost, um, I just really got the sense like, no, nah, I'm not going to let this take away my praise. And I'm going to like choose to like be faithful. I'm going to choose to like, just praise God. And I really got the sense that like my father was going to turn this into like a really awesome story for his kids. <laughs> and and I like look at um, Facebook and Brandon's like posted like word for today. And it's like, 
um, psalms about like giving praise and stuff. And like, so that was real cool. Um, but basically the whole morning was on point. Like my personality, like I know the glorification process is like one of the last things, but like my person, like everything flowing from me was just golden. Like, and it was, like, I was buzzing and, and I, and I just, everything about the day, like, I just felt so like close with God inside of me. Um, and then just randomly, like my, my, the chef that I was working with, he's like, Hey, Cam. And then I like look up and it's the guy that dodged his payment. He came back through and he was like, <laughs> he was like, Oh, I'd like to, he didn't even like, he didn't know that he hadn't paid it. And he was just like, I want to get like the exact same order as yesterday. I'm like, Oh, you're sweet. I was trying to like, see if he was going to like try pay it back, but like he had no idea. And, and so I like, I was so stoked inside, man. Like, like I, I took him back to the till, took his order. And then I was like super classy about it and like professional and it was smooth. But inside of me, it was just like, my spirit was like, yo, victory lap. Like, so I, I literally wanted to get in my car and like boost around because I was so stoked. And, <laughs> All right. And give us the juicy details. How much was it? I was 264 New Zealand dollars. Oh my gosh. For coffee? But can I tell you, can I tell you the craziest thing? Can I tell you the craziest thing? So I go, fine, this is like, what I loved about psychedelics was, wasn't the, 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 the trippy stuff, but like my personality was glorified. And today, like my personality, like was like, whew, like on point. And it was just so much life and people like, honestly, like, like I was, and like my, um, Cashing up, I was like to my boss, like, "Yo, we're gonna be two sixty four up on Fpos. Can how how can we refund it? Can you credit it back to my card?" And he's just like, "No, nah, just take two up two hundred sixty four out of the float, and then like we'll be up in cash or whatever, and it would reset it." So I do the cash up, and we had like after so we have a two hundred dollar float to start the day, and we had made like exactly 264 dollars so the amount of cash that i was supposed to take from the till and put in the safe was the amount that like i was supposed to take back not one oh that's so glorious <laughs> and there's, there's, supernatural there's your angel wonder <laughs> yes brandon that's right there's your angel well, that you say that because that was the first thing that came to my mind when this happened was, where my angels at <laughs> i didn't i didn't give in i didn't like ref I'm like yeah i told you i didn't look my face in this and i like stayed true and then <laughs> i a hundred times old and i'm like nothing i've got everything that was owed back to me and i'm a hundred times better off than i was before that started so it was just Cool. Blowing away. It's amazing. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. All things work to the good of those who love him. That's wow. all things. Yeah. All things. What wow. the intended for harm. For bad. You gotta look out. That's so amazing. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> you walk that out with such maturity that is so awesome every step of the way 
you know you have that yeah. heaps and heaps of of you know over the top productivity that you had to enter back into after you had some rest and then you just kept going that's the best story thank you so much for sharing that testimony i'm so excited wow wow oh, great I'm, I'm not gonna lie i was like pretty defeated like i felt so crushed that that could happen yeah but like the real like testimony was that like it was like during i guess like a pressure test like i was being pressed and my mind was like well my mind was, <laughs> my cat's going crazy out here too She's going, around. my mind like was giving me reasons like oh yeah you just had like two like straight days in the heavenlies and and now look what happens like this reality has more control over, over you than than i do or whatever and like yeah. and i chose <laughs> that and i chose to praise him anyway yeah and that was the truth awesome. like that's yeah that's the maturity i mean of course you're gonna be bummed that was a lot of money you know yeah it was like that's yeah. like almost yeah. two days of, well not quite two days but working for free absolutely but you did the right thing anyway and you you know it's awesome it's such a good story i'm so i'm so pleased thanks for sharing <laughs> It's those kinds of experiences that grow the rings of the tree of life in our spirit. Yeah. Just another notch in the tree. Yeah. Restaurants and food industry is such a great tree growing <laughs> experience. Because <laughs> so many people I know have been trained serving tables or like, you know, setting up coffee and stuff. It's like such a great training ground. I, uh, something happened right like the story, Cameron. It was like, you know, working like, like steakhouses and sushi places and stuff. Like everyone's like, oh, how much do you make tonight? Or people like, oh man, oh, that sucks. Somebody stiffed you here. They're oh, you only made like $45. And, and if I had like a really, like, really crappy night, like when the heck just happened, everyone's like sitting there waiting for that. Like, oh, <laughs> I was like, that was good. I'll probably make more tomorrow and make up for everything today. <laughs> I kept seeing God come through again and again. <laughs> Oh my gosh it's a blah 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 night and you only made 45 dollars i was like oh it's good god i don't ever worry about how much i make i was like god always provides me everything i need no matter how much or little i make today whatever is coming i'll always have what i need need no matter what yeah. and people are just like what <laughs> especially if i work with a couple like like, like the odd christian person here or there that was allowed to work with me but um and they're Oh. But it was so good and then I remember one night because I just how I was barely paying attention to like I would do my cash out and do my stuff and I was like okay that's money I made today okay great going home I see people trying to calculate like well I need to make this goal by this time I thought that was so silly you can't like control how that's gonna like I need to make this goal like God's the money is coming or the money is going like God's gonna bring it just I'm just gonna relax because I realize I literally have no control over my income other than serving God inside each customer perfectly from, you know, the throne of grace. And so I was just real chill about if I made a little money, a lot of money, don't, I learned the hard way, like, don't complain. <laughs> just don't complain about it. Just be like, that's all you got, 20 bucks tonight. You worked for how many hours, 20 bucks? Okay, great, awesome. Thank you for $20, click $20 and go home. And usually about the time that you accept it, it will be all of a sudden I get that last table walking in or like 
some crazy like experience would happen (laughs) and then the next day and the next week would just be so nuts and one night everyone was kind of gathering around the cash register and kind of like you know like oh like let's see who makes someone's like dang she was like what in the heck Rebecca made how much and then one of the other guys that I've been ministering to there was like yeah he's like he's like right after this person she like makes the most money all the time blah 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 it's like oh my god just like loudly declaring he's like she trusts in god <laughs> she was like, she was like, I was like how does she do and someone else asked him on the shoot they were looking at the one night another night they were looking at the sheets it was like how does she always do that and then the same guy he looked at he's like she has favor from god <laughs> so I was like i didn't have to say anything it was just be uh, <laughs> love whether they deserve it or not uh, and just raise the standard of perfection in the workplace by working hard with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul to give the most perfect, <laughs> to sort out all the inaccuracies people typically t- try to make, try to care for each person and anticipate what they might want or need and help them out and, you know, take a special care for the women and children and the moms and their needs and give extra napkins to the poor I was trying to like clean up again, <laughs> you know, all those little things. Yeah. Don't care for someone's life if they have a food allergy and you're just like literally like act like you're trying to save their life. Go back. You make sure that happens. You don't just throw things to the wind. So it's all that stuff. It opened up for signs, miracles, wonders start happening. Um, you know, finances and stuff start increasing. But like you're saying, uh, Cameron, it was like those little things like that where you get that pressure test and it's like, this looks bad. <laughs> and maybe times it's like, okay. This looks horrible, but <laughs> what are you going to do? I have a testimony about that too. So like last bridegroom, you guys were talking about like alcohol and stuff like that. And I was bartending and it really just like spoke to me because I felt like God was asking me to like leave my job just because I wanted, like I had kombucha at work and it was like, I tried it. And it was like, I drank like half a drink and it was just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm cheating on Holy Spirit. It's like a cheap thrill, you know what I mean? But you guys were talking about drinking alcohol and like I was bartending. And so it was like trying to serve the natural, like, and then with what God's doing inside of me, like I wanted to be faithful for that. And I felt like he was asking me to leave my job. So I messaged you, Rebecca, about it. I felt like that wave of glory, like. It was awesome. So I quit and I left. And then today, like I was like praying about it and I got a check in the mail for child support and I never get child support. So I was like, thank you, Lord. Like it just shows that he like provides when you step out in faith and you just obey what he says, you know, it's like everything's his and that's what he was teaching me. So it was really cool. Awesome. Awesome. And so now I'm just believing for a job that he wants and stuff like that. So I was going to see if anybody knows or has a friend who makes t-shirts because I have a bunch of ideas for like making clothes and stuff like that. So. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. There's there's a lot of grace. Sometimes we're in jobs where we're around certain things. Like when I worked in restaurants, I had to serve, you know, alcoholic people. I chose, I actively shows there was a time where they were I was offered to be you know bartender in different situations you know um and there could have been grace for that but at that point in my walk God was like no (laughs) 
So, yeah. uh, so he shut that down and I still had to serve drinks to people, but what I would do is I would pray over the drinks and then I would just get like, put the wine of the Holy spirit in all the food and the drinks and bless them. And just people would be like thinking we had like the best bartender they'd ever had. It was so funny. I would like, just like quietly pray on the way to the table and get like, this is amazing. You guys have the best bartender ever. Like I would hear it all the time. It was so funny. But um, there's grace for it. But there's a time when you keep walking with him. Uh, he, he'll ask you to step away uh, from certain things. You know, whatever you, there was grace for last season, sometimes there's a new season and a new thing. And I want to encourage you to um, something that, um, that God has us do sometimes. Like uh, there was a time I was looking for a job. And I wasn't sure where God wanted to take me. So I was like, well, where do you start? So, you know, sometimes he just materializes it, you know, out of thin air or whatever. But he asked me, and that's what Brennan said earlier, it's so important just to be in communion with the Holy Spirit, with the Father, so you can hear and just do what he says you know, to do. But when you're kind of growing in that, it's like, I finally was like, okay, well, what do I do? So I got up and I went around and just put in my application. And different places and I thought okay well whatever one I'm not gonna get I was like Lord just close the doors on the ones that you don't want me to have I'll just go practice being an inner I'll just practice interviewing at these places so all the other ones will just be practice and the one you want from me let that be the one that I get then and so then it was just it turned into a game of refining my skills uh, and interviewing and jobs and it broke religion off of me honestly because it's like I thought, well, if isn't it from God, it could just like, someone's just going to call me. That could happen, but he, maybe you're supposed to go out and apply, you know, yeah. there's different jobs and things like that. You know, I would say, um, like Brandon said, just get in that place where you are seeing what the father is seeing, uh, be best friends with the Holy Spirit and he'll lead you, but try to be open-minded uh, and don't let any religion or any attack from the enemy come in and try and tell you it has to be this way or that way because he could do totally something out of left field. Um, but you'll be ready and waiting and watching for it. Well, just let the faceless man wear our face like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a snarky anointing tonight. <laughs> clothes himself with your skin do you know that <laughs> that you are the outfit of God Whoa. what's God wearing us that's what a son and daughter of God is you just yield to the light being heavenly father I thank you for wearing my flesh as your outfit today Amen. And if he wants to change up your flesh, you're just like, whatever, you know? Do whatever. It's all good. 
So we talk about mantles and skins, you know, in Genesis. You have the fig leaves. Adam and Eve clothed themselves, which was just god awful. And then God clothed them with skins. Which I was made imitation leaves. It was much better, yeah. It's some made in China crap. <laughs> like worse than Walmart, like Kmart quality. <laughs> Kmart on clearance quality skins. Oh, oh man. I've worn, I've worn those garments. I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to. We're not good. And then you get clothes in the glory, but you know, that really isn't what it's about. It's not really about the garments of glory and the celestial garments. It's all about the Father wearing you. That's ultimate clothing, is not clothing yourself, having no self whatsoever, and just letting the Father wear you. Now you're someone else's clothing. That's that's the ultimate glory. Wow. We're still trying to put on the armor of God. I'm not. I just want God to wear me. I'm God. It's like OOTD, hashtag our life fashion. God's Instagram. I want to make it on his ground, you know what I mean? Yeah. Father God's catwalk. Like, with a little background in music, just like our own fashion. Amen. Whoa. So they call it high fashion. Most, most high fashion. <laughs> Glory Couture. Yeah, forget trying to clothe yourself anymore. That's Old Covenant. New, new Covenant is God just wearing you. Temple of the Holy Spirit. Temple of the Holy Spirit means you're born by the Holy Spirit. That ain't me in there anymore. Now my body is being worn by the spirit that created the heavens and the earth with a whisper. (laughs) And your consciousness just goes along for the ride. (laughs) Temptation is regaining control of your body once you've yielded the temple to God. Like, give me my clothes back. Wrestling with God. (laughs) He might let you have him back. (laughs) You know what happens? Turns into serpent skins. Learn those lessons the hard way. Rattlesnake face. (laughs) Cobra Kai. (laughs) 
You can downgrade from animal skins to snake skins by resisting the Holy Spirit. A lot of people do it. Very foolish. You're better off, like it says in Hebrews, having never known the Lord. Keep your animal skins. Whoa. Amen. Then to be one of God's outfit and be like, nah, I'm taking my clothes back. Oh my gosh, I just make a fashion joke to me through my Google Translate. I'm going to share with you guys because I was talking about God wearing me. And you guys know what my favorite color is? It's like a meat. He just made a meat. It says, we'll only allow you on Wednesday. Like, basically, he's saying we only wear pink on Wednesdays. Oh my gosh. I thought your favorite color was blue. It's pink. That's what that no, and <clears throat> that's what they say. She's like that she can't sit the table. They're like, we only we wear we wear pink on Wednesdays. <laughs> so I always anyway. <laughs> God just made a mean girl strip to me wearing pink. Oh my god. Only on Wednesdays. <laughs> when Brandon said he said Ooh. in that in that what he was just saying, he said, he said, what did he say? <laughs> He said, yeah. I'm already taken. I'm already taken. That is the Lord. He's taken us. We're, we're letting him wear us. We're already taken. Satan can't have us. I love that. Yeah, we're already in God's wardrobe. No serpent oh, yeah. can wear us. Because that's what all spirits are. Spirits need... A physical clothing. That's why they, you know, you get thousands of spirits living inside physical clothing. Well, when you let the Spirit of God wear your physical clothing, that's the actual meaning of life. That's why you have a body. <laughs> that's so. That's huge. Jeez. That feels so nice. Doesn't that feel good? My entire life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow, my eyeballs are stinging. <laughs> it's almost like the improvements that he makes to us isn't about us anymore. It's just like he's upgrading his wardrobe. He's like, I'm not going to get in that thing unless it's like, good. Clean it up. My God, <laughs> let's clean it up. Let's clean it up. Let's clean it up. We'll use OxyClean. <laughs> get some bleach on this thing. Hurry. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Wow, what a revelation. Holy. Wow. Oh, my God. Thank yeah. you, Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mm. Wow. Shaka. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a um GT called Ble uh, said blessings chapter twenty nine Genesis as like getting his wife. I mean he got mm. yeah. This is so funny. Oh, amen. Glory. <laughs> Oh, it's my collection.
I read half of it. There's so much more. So maybe just read it. But I think it's to do when Jacob tries working for Rachel's father to get Rachel's hand in marriage. And mm. then he tricks him and gives him Leah instead. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's really cool because I think two weeks ago, I got like, or a little while ago, I got another GT that was about reading the blessings in Genesis. And I was just like, I couldn't be bothered reading Genesis to find that. So this is cool. It actually like pinpointed it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, but I don't really like checking out Genesis 29 right now. <laughs> Good, we're all gonna dive in there. I can read some of it. Then Jacob went briskly and cheerfully on his way, 400 miles. Oh, 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 came to the land of the people of the east as he looked he saw a well in the field and behold there were three (laughs) there were three flocks of sheep lying by it for out of that well the flocks were watered the stone on the well's mouth was a big one and when all the flocks were gathered there the shepherds would roll the stone from the well's mouth water the sheep and replace the stone on the well's mouth. And Jacob said to them, my brothers, where are you from? And they said, we are from Haran. Jacob said to them, do you know Laban, the grandson of Nahor? And they said, we know him. He said to them, is it well with him? And they said, he's doing well. And behold, here comes his daughter, Rachel, with his sheep. He said, the sun is still high. It is a long time yet before the flocks need to be gathered in their folds. Why not water the sheep and return them to their pasture? But they said, we cannot until all the flocks are gathered together. Then the shepherds roll the stone from the well's mouth and we water the sheep. While he was still talking with them, Rachel came with her father's sheep for she shepherded them. When Jacob saw Rachel, daughter of Laban, his mother's brother and the sheep of Laban, his uncle, Jacob went near and rolled the stone from the well's mouth and watered the flock of his uncle Laban. Then Jacob kissed Rachel and he wept aloud. Jacob told Rachel he was her father's relative, Rebekah's son, and she ran and told her father. When Laban heard of the arrival of Jacob, his sister's son, he ran to meet him and embraced and kissed him and brought him to his house. Jacob told Laban all these things. And then Laban said to him, Surely you are my bone and my flesh. And Jacob stayed with him a month. Then Laban said to Jacob, just because you're my relative, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me what should your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. 
The name of the elder was Leah and the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were weak and dull looking, but Rachel was beautiful and attractive. And Jacob loved Rachel, so he said, I will work for you for seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than to another man. Stay and live with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed to him but a few days because of the love he had for her. Finally, Jacob said to Laban, give me my wife, for my time is completed so that I may take her to me. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast with drinking. But when night came, he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Jacob, who had intercourse with her. And Laban gave Zilpah, his maid, to his daughter Leah to be her maid. But in the morning, Jacob saw his wife, and behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, what is this you have done to me? Did I not work for you all those seven years for Rachel? Why then have you deceived and cheated and thrown me down like this? And Laban said, it is not permitted in our country to give the younger in marriage before the elder. Finish the wedding feast week for Leah, and we will give you Rachel also. And you shall work for me yet seven more years in return. So Jacob complied and fulfilled Leah's week. Then Laban gave him Rachel, his daughter, as his wife. And Laban gave Bilhah, his maid, to Rachel, his daughter, to be her maid. And Jacob lived with Rachel also as his wife. And he loved Rachel more than Leah and served Laban another seven years for her. And when the Lord saw that Leah was despised, he made her able to bear children. But Rachel was barren. And Leah became pregnant and bore a son and named him Reuben. See a son. For she said, because the Lord has seen my humiliation and affliction, now my husband will love me. Leah became pregnant again and bore a son and said, because the Lord heard that I am despised, he has given me this son also. And she, <coughs> and she became pregnant again and she bore a son and said, now this time will my husband be a companion to me, for I have borne him three sons. Therefore, he was named mm -hmm. Levi, companion. Again, she conceived and bore a son and said, now I will praise the Lord. So she called his name Judah. Praise. Then for a time, she ceased. Mm -hmm. Cameron, what was the GT that you said? Uh, it said blessings, chapter 29, Genesis. Wow. Some deep mystery. I, I, really, I really don't think that means I'm going to have two wives. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> some mysterious, mysterious glory. Look at all the blessings that came out of all those verses from those women, though. There's a lot of the tribes. That's right. I guess I'm I'm one of those blessings. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Amen. Well, all you guys, right. <laughs> we all love. Yeah. Amen. Wow. I think maybe the blessings I'll get the wife but it won't be through religious yeah, like what Laban intended for yeah and for it won't harm, be God will use for good yeah you know he we'll was like, like totally like being deceptive and like over the top yeah. I think it could be in like promises too you know it's like in Babylon the great it's like just kidding. Here's your other reward. Wait, what? Work <laughs> 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 all the time. You work for just just kidding. Yeah. Like the slave the slave driving. You know, Babylon, like Egyptian. Yeah. 
wages right. like working and it's like working in wages whereas like in the new covenant it's just received the promise it's like on aladdin uh, where he's like you will receive your reward to the thief at the beginning you know like he thought he was going to get treasure or whatever but he ended up right right yeah and then he's like just kidding yeah it's just like that like wait what <laughs> I also saw that as you were reading, it was almost like you were reading, paraphrasing every single word that we had just spoken on Bridegroom's Chambers. Yeah, there was definitely like seven full layers to that. Yeah. Oh, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you. I never, I never realized Rachel was a shepherd. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, she yeah. took care of the sheep. The bride of Christ. The false, see the charismatic, the charismatic witchcraft and the charismatic, you know, bride. It's kind of like, oh yeah, Jesus, you know, he's come back for a spotless bride. That ain't spotless bride. That's like, she got something wrong with her eyeball. It's kind of like, what? <laughs> Jesus, like, dead. no, I'm like, that's not. <laughs> promise me <laughs> surely that's not her <laughs> not the church never. i don't think that i thought i was promised that jesus was promised jesus was promised rachel jesus appearing spotless bride with bright shining eyes who attractive because she's not full of demons <laughs> and charismatic witchcraft and battle on the great is that too much for Jesus to ask for? I mean, did Jesus pay price mm. enough to have the bride that he deserves? Come on. Come on. Kind of why food does Jesus deserve? Yeah. Pure, spotless, and shining, brilliant. With the moon under her feet, bright and brilliant as the sun. One who loves him, really loves him, would do anything for him, who tends yeah. to sheep, who really cares for the sheep. And I like how it started with a well, the center of the story around the well. I never heard that there was a, a stone on top of There's the well. Stone. It's a big one. Yeah, that's, that's it's a big do one. You think... Shepherds go and remove it so that you can water the sheep. Yeah. Such a beautiful story. There was only one mm. well that they were going to. <laughs> For all three. The glory well. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I try to taste things and then things If it's not time to unleak, I prayed this prayer one time. I asked God if I'm not if I accidentally try to say something it's not time to release yet, just turn it into gibberish. So sometimes it'll just make me go in tongues and I can't say it. It's kind of has that. It's like having a what do you call it? A filter. Because <laughs> I don't. Yeah. That's 
because I wanted a cheat code because I was like, I know I don't have that much wisdom yet to be able to perfectly speak or not speak. I get ahead of myself sometimes. So I asked for a filter to just mess me up. You guys can pray, get creative with your prayers. Like there's all kinds of stuff. Like that also helps you to enjoy where you're at and not have to rush <coughs> too fast. Just ask for stuff to help guide you and like pray prayers. Like, please force me into being submissive to your perfect will, no matter what <laughs> I say or do. Please just child leash and everything. Like <laughs> child. Child leash of the father. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know humble you have to be to have a child leash on. <laughs> I asked for that stuff all just to be totally transparent with you. I asked for that stuff all the time. I asked for filters. I asked for the force to be like, no matter what, do whatever it takes, keep me on the path. I know I get stupid. So don't be afraid to pray prayers like that. God is really, really good. He wants you on the right path. He wants you to do the right thing. So yeah, just get real humble and just ask him for all kinds of stuff, you know? Okay. Helps out because we're yeah. stupid. We're incredibly stupid. <laughs> I released the child leash. <laughs> Anyone who can receive it. I, I totally pray those prayers too. So. I feel you. <laughs> good. That's so good. Going back to the word that we were reading. So the well, which is the water, which Brandon talks about, we're supposed to stay in the water, keep drinking. The whole story started there. It was really cool. And then you reading it, it's like I'd never heard that story before. I'd never heard that part of the Bible, even though I've read it many times. You read it into Revelation, and it's imparted into our hearts now. And one of the things that was really cool is when you're reading, I actually felt that kiss that was given. I felt it upon my cheek. Did you guys feel that? You're saying, yes, you did, Rebecca. Yeah. So thank you, Lord, for the impartation of the kiss upon our cheeks. Mm, thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then the kiss said, and then he said, go tell your father. So it, again, it directs us, the kiss directs us back to our father. Dad, you kissed me. <laughs> I'm this guy out there by the well. He kissed me. Can we? I want to live with him. Um, me and Jess were talking, and we were both hearing like the Holy Spirit, just like talking about like kiss, 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 and then we like had a revelation that it was like Mercy's kiss. So, oh, beautiful. Yeah, it was cool. Mercy's kiss today. Mm -hmm. You guys had that a um, couple days ago Glory. or something. Yeah. Mercy's mm -hmm. kiss. That's what it felt like. Yeah, the whole Bible is completely different starting today. Yeah. Everything Thank we've ever Lord. read, it's all actually it's all completely different now. It's like Thank you, Lord. brand new. Like consider the whole Bible as if you've never read it before. It's starting today. It's completely different. Like at least minimum a hundred times different than the last time you read it. <laughs> at minimum. Starting today. There's stuff in there now that was never in there before. Starting today. Wow. I posted it in um Red Letter Ministries, but I got 
honeymoon, good morning, there is only you, only him. And after oh. after reading that at work this morning, like I was just <laughs> like I've I've ne- 